Hey there guys, how's it going? This is Drew, Piece of Drew Podcast. It's a gorgeous day out there, a lot of sun, everything's frozen. Yesterday I forgot to bring in my hose. What I do is I wrap up and drain my hose. Every day I have four that I do that. I don't need to go to the gym. I don't need to go to the gym to get some yanking on rope exercise, whatever that is, or... uh anything really anywho i forgot to do that so my hoses are frozen i'm taking a moment to uh throw down a little podcast here for y'all i am very warm i have a very warm house it's kind of lovely i have warm coffee i have a warm heart i have a warm soul my eyes are beaming warmth out into the world like like krishna or some shit i don't know but, uh, yeah, it's a warm day. It's going to be warm. 35 Fahrenheit. Super warm for western Wisconsin. The ice is just like sand to us. Like, we're on a beautiful sandy beach. And uh, Wisconsinites, we like to go outside in our swim trunks when it's getting around this type of warmth and sunniness and just kind of bask in that glow of the beauty of the north so how's it going with you today i wanted to share just uh <clears throat> three three of the main things that i think are the most helpful for each day's productivity that i have found i'm not sure if that sentence made any fucking sense at all let me try to rephrase that. There are three things that start the day for me that really basically predicate whether the day is going to be a good day or a bad day. And it doesn't even have to be productive more so than just simply good or bad. Productive, you know, it's pretty goddamn subject subjective. Um, but if I start the day with these things in general, the rest of the day kind of flows along. I have written a thousand words one to two thousand words a day for a number of months now and these are not words that i intend to publish they are words for myself only they are thoughts and ideas sometimes dreams but they are uh they are what what is called morning pages back in uh, 1996 or some such time when i was a youngin I remember I read a book called The Morning Pages and I'll put up a I'll put up a link to the website on my SoundCloud account. No, I won't. I don't I don't know. I'm not going to do that right now. Um but anyway, there's a book called The Morning Pages, I believe. Oh no, it's not called that. It's called The Artist's Way. The Artist's Way. Um and that I thought it was a bunch of baloney when I was a punk rock kid. And I was scribbling out uh, love poems and tender lyrics about death and blood and things like that. Um, so I thought the idea of waking up, writing out what's on your mind, uh, kind of freeform, abstract in a way, just for your own self made no sense. Obviously, obviously everything you do needs to be able to be published posthumously uh for uh for fame or something i don't know that's kind of what i thought 
when I was on the life track of becoming a professional rock star. But that didn't happen, and it never really would have, I don't think. And how many people really want to be rock stars when it comes right down to it? I don't know. Probably everybody. But, um, yeah, I thought the morning pages concept, just opening up a journal, scribbling out a bunch of crap that comes out of your subconscious, id, ego, whatever, um, that seemed like kind of like a bourgeois slash norm core bullshit. Fast forward uh, 20 years or so, bam, it's the most important thing that I do every day, more or less, I think. Um, and again, you can take it too far and you can take it not far enough. I I like to um, try to just kind of time myself out. Sometimes it goes a little farther, a little longer than I think. Sometimes it goes a little shorter. Hmm. But overall, 20 minutes to 40 minutes is probably about as much as I want to put into that. There's a lot in the head sometimes and there's not much at all sometimes. So it kind of goes with that goes with the flow. Um, but one thing I like, so I've read a lot of people, I've read that a lot of people like to write longhand. And something that has really keeping me, kept me, kept me, kept me from really doing this was thinking that it was important to have a physical paper journal that you wrote longhand in with pens, pencils, the blood of a sacrifice goat. I don't know, whatever. Um, but you know what? I even had partners who did such a thing in my life who wrote pages and pages every day about their lives. And uh, I tried. I really did try. But I hate writing longhand. It actually hurts my wrists a lot. And as soon as, soon as I started to, tr- to type uh, faster... Um, for some somehow out of the blue, I just sort of had more of an ability to type faster. I'm not sure how that happened, but as soon as that happened, then I could basically flow out into the computer or whatever. I could flow out my morning thoughts. I did not need a pencil. I did not like using a pencil or pen. Um, it hurt my wrist, like I said. So, you got to find what works for you. I'm finding that more and more in my life is it's not about some kind of uh, recipe some other person has figured out. That is just not what it's about, and it never will be. It's all about what you need to do, what, what drives you, what gets you going, what your passions are, what your dreams are, you know? It's really more about what you specifically need to do not anybody else not a rock star not a movie star not a author not an artist whatever it's about what you need to do out of your life what you need to create out of your life so i found that having just a cheap notebook computer um just opening it up throwing out all the words all the brain garbage onto the page uh, titling that thing, throwing it away. I could even delete it uh, or save it. doesn't matter which. The point is to get those things out of your brain. All those things naggling in the back 
corner of your brain like something out of that Blair Witch Project movie. And so, yeah, I think that that was, let's say, the main thing that helped me regain some productivity in terms of the day. Because before that, literally, my brain was a stew of all the things that I must do. Bullshit. I don't like that. That's not a good way to spend the day. And I've tried other things. I've tried lists. Lists would be the corollary. It would be kind of like the diametric. Well, not diametric. It would be the the similar practice. But I found lists to be almost counterproductive, really, in a way. I recently just decided that lists... I will make lists for things. I will make lists of three things or so that need, for instance, to be done for sure in one day or lists of groceries or lists of uh, books to read or presents to buy for Christmas. But lists, huge lists of everything I need to do throughout the week, all of, all of those kind of lists that are, are let's say, 20, 20 uh, items long uh, and you manage to break out five to ten of those a day and you keep adding five to ten to twenty more a day it's like an endless goddamn hamster wheel of doom i do not like that i i admit i don't like the endless list the endless list is somewhat existentially troubling to me because it implies that there is some point that you're getting to and in reality it's you know there is no real point out there that is as good as the point right now. The point that we have right now to live, there's no better point. Perhaps there will be a happier point. There will be a more comfortable point, a more painful, a sadder point. There are a lot of different things that will happen in the future point, but... This point that we have right now is the best point because it is right now. So I don't like the list. The list, they're counterproductive to me. They make me feel as if I never get anything done ever. And as a self-employed person, that is not a good feeling. You need to understand what you are doing each day enough that you continue to do it. Um, I'm also completely self-directed more or less in each day. And I do not have any type of boss. Um, so that does not help uh, with, with direction. I, have, I am self-directed completely. And a number of you are as well. And you know that it's important to keep your morale up. It's important to keep busy. Uh, busy on the tasks that need to be done. It's really bad to be busy on tasks that don't need to be done. And you know that in your soul. So I try very hard to focus on the three top things that need to be done per day in my own world in one one particular business or avenue of creativity or whatever. So that's my that's my essentially my approach. So that's one thing. So the morning pages I really highly recommend them. Um, I don't know if you need the book exactly, but you just need to know, wake up or right before bed, 
either way, one of those two. Uh, go to the computer, go to your notebook, just let it all flow out. Do not censor whatsoever. Do not judge yourself whatsoever. Just let it flow out of you. Get rid of it. Bam. That's it. You know, try to time yourself a little bit. Don't waste too much time on that unless you have to, unless you feel it. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing is a funny thing that I got from, uh, Tim Ferriss, the, kind of motivational self-help guy, author, podcaster, and he got that from somebody else, and it's simply to make your bed. I know this is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. Just making your bed. It doesn't seem like it would really do anything, right? Like, just making your bed is like putting on your socks or organizing. Well, organizing your sock drawer is more like it, but organizing something, organizing your silverware, cleaning the dishes, putting away um, the pizza boxes from last night or something. Making your bed doesn't seem like a big deal. But I've found over the past uh, year that I've known about this concept as a way to be more productive, the more I've looked at it, the more I've been aware that if I do not make my bed in general, yeah, it's weird how you do not really... Your day doesn't seem to be go doesn't seem to go as smooth as if you do, and I think it's just a very small psychological trick. You are saying I am up, I am ready, I'm going for it, and it's telling yourself you're just basically telling yourself in an action that you are going to be doing stuff this day, and you are ready to do it, and you have the ability to take action. Making the bed is one small action that you have done. Bam, it's off the endless list that you don't keep anymore or that I don't keep anymore. And you're ready to go. It's stupid, but yeah, it's pretty effective. Just try it. Just make your bed for two weeks and see what happens. It's kind of nuts. So there, there you have two of the main things that I think get the day going in the right direction. And third, I know this one is going to be impossible. You're not going to be able to do it. I can't do it sometimes. But it's to not look at your social media for as long as you can. Because that is going to get you beyond where you'd be if you did look at it or pretend to just check it. That's the most ridiculous phrase. Who just checks your social media, you know? Well, some of you disciplined people do. That seems insane to me because my mind is a tangential um, mind. I like to go from one thought to another thought, branching out until whatever interests me. Um, so a social media account of any sort is kind of like crack, as it is for a lot of people. Um, I just chase, chase my interests, you know, as we all do looking for that next hit of, uh, whatever, what is it? The endorphins? No, not endorphins, whatever it is, the drug inside of us, the chemical that's created serotonin. No, God damn it. Dopamine. Yeah, I think it's dopamine. Dopamine. We get that hit of dope every time we get that, read that funny little meme or, Look at our friend's uh, 
accomplishments or whatever the hell it is that we're doing. Um, that shit's, that's the most insidious shit ever. That's way more insidious than the movie, uh, with the, what was that possessed kid? We become that possessed kid as soon as we jump onto our fucking social media. Um, and I think, yeah, as long as you, you know, the longer you can do, I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of jumping on there sometimes to throw on a piece of writing, an article or something. Uh, and then I get trapped. I know that. I know that. So it's best to get right the hell off and get back to work. Social media, huge time drain. We all know it. So yeah, those three things together. Getting up, getting that bed made, getting those morning pages out of your head. Uh, and then just staying away from social media as long as possible is the way to get that morning started really good. That's kind of like the mental, the mental three. So yeah, instead, instead of those social media things, right? This is where, this is where you take another action and put it in place of an action you have at, at this moment that you do not like a habit. How do we replace habits? We have to concentrate them on them one at a time and we have to eliminate them from our lives and replace them with another habit that we want when there is a vacuum something comes in there to fill it and so we have to be conscious of that when we try to change our habits right so so let's say so look let's look at that social media thing for a second that's a habit that we got on, all of us got on, got addicted to, uh, and because all of a sudden, out of the blue, comes this technology that just basically gives us all that drugs, drug hits, like bam, 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 every day, every morning, anytime we ever want it, in our pocket. It's fucking, like I said, insidious. It's incredibly addictive. So how do we replace it? We got to replace that with something that's pretty fucking awesome. So what I try to do is replace that with, you know, things that are going to like really enrich my life. I try, if I'm going to be on the internet, I'm going to try to do some research for one thing. Factual, intellectual, emotional, whatever. Research on life, you know what I mean? Like research on the galaxy, research on, on the cosmos, on what it means to be alive. Research. I know that's a bit of a, for kind of a writer, a creative creative type, uh, you can go off on tangents and lose a lot of time that way. But so what? Big deal. It's all going to be worth it sometime, right? So researching is one positive thing to replace social media. Um, meditation, which I have practiced uh, for a number of years, a couple decades, in some capacity of so, some sort. I, I tend to not do that that much anymore. I tend to be just doing a lot of activities uh, instead. Uh, if you, but I, you know, all the top producers in the world, all the top people in the world, do say that meditation helps them out with what the 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 load, the heavy loads that they have to carry. And I understand that. That makes a lot of sense. Right now, my load is pretty average. I'm not overloaded. If I started to become more overloaded, I, I imagine it would be a very good practice to begin the meditation again. Um, but as is, I like to take walks with my dog 
instead of that. Uh, just like the creative and productive kind of aspect of that. Um, so there's meditation, there's research, there's reading, just plain old reading half a book or half a book. Yeah, wake up and read half half a book. I mean, it depends on the book. You can read the whole book of Shel Silverstein's The Giving Tree, for instance. Yeah, you can do that. But don't wake up and have a bag of chips, for instance. That's just the opposite of what I'm talking about. So we get going. We start doing the productive stuff. We get rid of the shitty stuff. And the day you win the day. That's kind of how I look at it. And that's kind of how I strive to, to be every day. Let's see. Is there any other is there any other activity that can kind of replace the social media uh, dopamine addiction in the morning? I played a little music the other day. That was awesome. That that helped. That was creative. That was beautiful. That uh, warmed me up to existence. Yeah, of course, you know, cooking a good breakfast. I got to say, I think the news is a bad, a bad, bad thing to, to read in the morning. I think the news is the opposite of powerfully productive. I think it's just a hit of negativity that brings you way down into this mulling things over back back into that mess that maelstrom the chaos whirlwind brain that we just got out with the morning pages i would say the news is garbage and so i mean it's kind of similar to social media it's the garbage that distracts us it's what i like to call you know the static it's all static yeah it's important sure 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 it's important that madonna you know kick somebody in the head sure it's important that trump said something stupid or tweeted something stupid oh all these things are so important but it's all fucking static you know just just static in the background um that wastes our time so on that note i'm gonna close with this small poem that i just uh posted on instagram a little while ago a couple days ago about that and i think it is pretty cool so uh Here it goes. Don't let the static overwhelm you and cause you to tighten up into a tense ball because one day you will hear the tones. You will see the images. You will feel the textures. It will all come through loud and clear and you will know what is true for you. Let your shoulders relax, bow your head. Let the static pass into the background. Smell the air. Breathe. Let it all go. All right, guys. Have a good one. Rock on.